Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, and welcome to Good House 1968. This is Brother White speaking. What I do is read and interpret from the Tanakh. It's the Hebrew Bible. You can visit the show at these following different locations. Goodhouse1968.airtime.pro Goodhouse1968.net Goodhouse1968.space blogtalkradio.com forward slash Jesus0917 <clears throat> and also at goodhouse1968.name at goodhouse1968.name you can make donations by purchasing music, spiritual music or you can just download the spiritual music for free if you wish to support the ministries you can make a purchase any amount at goodhouse1968.name. All right. At Psalms 29, verses 8 through 9, it tells how good teaches the sinner the way to live and guides the humble to do what is right and to live a life his way. See, good wants us to live a, a life his way. Because he is our creator and maker, and he knows what's best for us. And this shows how good sticks to the meat. By teaching us the right way to live, a healthy way, and a good way. As Psalms 31 verse 3 says, You are my rock and my fortress. Lead me and guide me for your name's sake, O glory which shows the belief that Christ, that Christians have in good, even Christ. And this scripture is a key, and key scripture here by telling us that good is our rock and our fortress. This scripture lets us know that there is no other power but good that is uh, a helpful power when it comes to sin and worldly problems. As Psalm 73 verse 24 says, You will guide me with your advice, good, and afterwards you will receive me with honors or in heaven. So good guides us with his advice, and good teaches us how to live a righteous life throughout our lives. And the reward is in heaven. Instead of going to hell, you're going to heaven for those who are righteous throughout their lives. Proverbs 23, verse 19 says, You are my son. Listen, be wise, and set your mind on the right way or good's guidance. So we want to, on a day-to-day -day basis, set our minds on good's guidance, on the things that we learn in the Bible. We want to keep our mind preoccupied with those things and meditate on those things instead of worldly or sinful things. At John 16, verse 13 says, However, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into 
all the truth, for he will not speak of his own initiative, but will say only what he hears. The truth about what's going on with God's word and people today. He will also announce to you the events of the future. So, here we see we're waiting on the truth, but the truth has come and the spirit is being let known to all people, races, colors, creeds, and kinds. The spirit of truth has come and uh, we are learning the events from uh, what the Bible was telling us about what's to happen in the future and things that took place in the past. He will receive from what is Yeshua's or Jesus Christ what, who, what, is, what is his and will announce it to you. He is speaking a message before Christ's return to guide the brothers and sisters today. So the spirit of truth is here preaching the word of God to, uh, throughout many houses, religious houses, preaching the truth and not just man-made doctrines. So we want to take in mind, and the actual spirit of truth is the Bible, because you can pick up a Bible and begin to read it and learn the word of God or the word of good. All right, now going to the Bible reading. We're at Judges chapter 3, and it goes to say, these are the nations which good allowed to remain in order to put to the test all the people of Israel who had not known any of the wars with Canaan. This was only so that the generations of Israel who had previously known nothing of war might learn about it. These nations consisted of the five chiefs of the Philistine, all the Canaanite, Zidonai, and the Havai who lived in the hills of Lebanon between Mount Baal Hermon and the entrance to Hamath. So we see here why good allowed those tribes to remain amongst Israel, which was to teach them war or the the remain the wars that good fought for the Israelites. They stayed there to test whether Israel would pay attention to the mitzvah of good, which through Moshe he had ordered their ancestors to obey. So we see here is also a test of will they remain faithful to good. So the people of Israel lived among the Canaanite, Hittite, Amorite, Perizzite, Havite, and Uvashite, taking their daughters as their wives, giving their own daughters to their sons, and serving their gods. Thus the people of Israel did what was evil from good's perspective, forgot good their god, and served Balaam and Asherah. Therefore the anger of good blazed against Israel, and he gave them over into the hands of Cushan Rish Ateim, king of Aram Naharim. And the people of Israel served Cushan Rish Ateim eight years. But when the people of Israel cried out to good, good raised up a savior for the people of Israel. He rescued them. This was Ataniel, the son of Caleb's younger brother, Kenaz. The spirit of good came upon him, and he judged Israel. Then he went out to war, and good gave Cushan Rishatayim, king of Aram, into his hands. His power prevailed against Cushan Rishatayim, 
So the land had rest for forty years until Othanel, the son of Kenaz, died. But the people of Israel again did what was evil from Jehovah's perspective. So Jehovah strengthened Eglon, the king of Moab, against Israel, because they had done what was evil from God's perspective. In confederation with the people of Ammon and Amalek, Eglon went out and defeated Israel, capturing the city of Date Palms, and the people of Israel served Eglon, the king of Moab, eighteen years. But when the people of Israel cried out to good, good raised up for them a savior, Ehar the son of Gerah, from the tribe of Benjamin, a left-handed man. The people of Israel appointed him to take their tribute to Eglon, the king of Moab. Ehud made himself a double-edged sword eighteen inches long and strapped it to his right thigh under his clothes. Then he presented the tribute to Eglon, king of Moab. Now Eglon was a very fat man. When he had finished presenting the tribute, he dismissed the people who he had brought it. He dismissed the people who had brought it. But he himself, after reaching the quarries at Gilgal, went back and said, King, I have a secret message for you. The king commanded silence, and all his attendants withdrew. Ehud came to him. He was sitting alone by himself in his upstairs room, where it was cool. Ehud said, I have a message from God for you. As the king arose from his seat, Ehud reached out with his left hand, took the sword from his right thigh, and thrust it into the king's belly. The hilt too went in after the blade, and the flat and the fat closed around the blade, for he did not draw the sword out of his belly, so that it came out behind. Then Ehud went out onto the porch, shut the doors of the upstairs room behind him, and locked them. After Ehud had left, the king's servants came, seeing the doors of the upper room were locked. They said, he must be relieving himself in the inner part of the cool room. They waited until they became embarrassed, but he didn't still, but he still didn't open the doors of the upstairs room. So they took the key and opened them, and there before them lay their master dead on the ground. But while they were delaying, Ehud escaped. He passed beyond the quarries and arrived safely in Syria. Upon arrival in the hills of Ephraim, he began sounding the call on the shofar, and the people of Israel went down with him from the hill country. He himself took the lead. He said to them, Follow me, because good has given your enemy Moab into your hands. They went down after him and seized the forge of the yard opposite Moab and permitted no one to cross. On that occasion, they defeated Moab, some 10,000 men, all tough, experienced soldiers. Not one of them escaped. Thus was Moab subdued that day under the power of Israel. Then the land had rest for eight years. After Ehud came Shemgar, the son of Anat, who killed 600 Philistines with an ox guard, and he too rescued Israel. So we see here good sending another savior to the people of Israel and giving them 80 years worth of rest. And that is something good, considering the fact that they're always rebelling against him and then turning 
tell after a new generation sets out and wanting repentance. That's something to be alert to. Alright, we're going to the vocabulary lesson. Alright. Our first word is Akahamasha. It means post or factum. Akamikan, it means after that. Akarana, it means ultimate. Akarana, it means of late. Akaran Kaviv. Akaran Akaran Kavi. It means last but not least. La Akarana, it means lately. Akat, it means one. Akatuli Tamid, it means once and for all. Yad Akat, it means according, unison. Akavat, it means brotherhood. Akaja Azti, it means hell. Akaz, it means took measure. Hak Bada, it means inconvenience, burden. Akbar Arem, it means mouse. Akbaroshim, it means rat. Akda, it means unity. Haki, it means the most. Haki Haki means very best, the most. Haki Haba, it means at most. Akira, it means uniform, homogeneous. Akidot, it means uniformity. Azkizat means hold holding. Azkizat inyayim, it means optical illusion, mystification. Hakba, hakal bi, it means beginning with, as of. Hakal me, as from. Akli akel, with someone. Akin, certainly indeed, but however. All right, that is it for the vocabulary lesson. Remember, I'm trying to learn you the Hebrew words so you're able to know the Hebrew language so eventually you'll be able to read the Hebrew Bible. All right, good. I petition you, the brothers and sisters, understand. I pray that they support the ministries, and I pray that you strengthen them up and guide and direct them on the right step to, the right step, the step to everlasting life. And I pray this in the name of your son, Yeshua. Amen. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.